Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, October 17th. Midterm election day is just 22 days away, and the economy and inflation are growing in importance as issues for voters. And that's a warning sign for Democrats. So a couple new polls out in the last couple of days. We had a New York Times Siena poll this morning and a CBS News YouGov poll released on Sunday. And they're all telling a similar picture here, which is that the economy and inflation are becoming the dominant issue in voters' minds. You know, add that into the fact that a majority of Americans, a pretty clear majority of Americans, thinks the country is headed on the wrong track. Added into the fact that the incumbent Democratic president, Joe Biden, is still viewed more dissatisfactorily than satisfactorily by a majority of Americans. So his numbers remain upside down. And when you look inside these polls on the issue of the economy, it clearly benefits Republicans. So if you are a voter saying in these polls that you consider the economy or inflation to be the top issue, overwhelmingly, those voters say they're going to vote for the Republican versus the Democrat in Congress. So that is what I mean by a warning sign for Democrats as that issue starts sort of blotting all the others out to some degree. What do I mean by that? Well, this New York Times Siena poll, if you combine the economy voters, 26 percent, and those that say inflation is the top issue, 18 percent, that's 44 percent say economy inflation, one or the other is their top issue. No other issue in the poll cracks 8%. That's what I mean by sort of blotting out the other issues. And yet, it is true that a lot of these so-called generic congressional ballots still show a pretty close race between the parties. In fact, CNN's latest poll of polls, it includes those two polls I just mentioned, but some other recent national polls, has the generic congressional ballot tied, 46% Republicans, 46% Democrats. But here's the way you have to view that number. A tie in the generic congressional ballot usually means Republicans are going to pick up seats. Just the way national polling works and redistricting and the way that we are sorted across the country, if you look in the recent political past, Democrats need a pretty substantial advantage on that question to translate into picking up seats in Congress. So the fact that it's tied is welcome news in Republican headquarters and yet another warning sign from Democrats. So that's the landscape. But we all know this is going to be a race-by-race -race battle for control of the Senate specifically. And in Georgia, we saw the first debate, first and only debate, between Raphael Warnock, the incumbent Democrat, and Herschel Walker, the Republican challenger. And at that debate Friday night, there were a couple of flashpoints, one of which clearly was when Walker was pressed about the allegations that he reportedly paid for a woman to terminate her pregnancy, and then two years later, allegedly encouraged the same woman to have the procedure a second time. She didn't, and she actually gave birth to Walker's son. And at the debate Friday night, Walker continued to deny this, continued to portray what this woman has alleged publicly through reports as a total lie. And he did that again when he sat down for an interview with NBC's Kristen Welker. This is still a lie because... She's the mother of my child. Do you know what this $700 check is I have is no for? idea what that can be for. But he did something in that interview with Walker that he hasn't done before. He acknowledged the $700 check in question is his, that it was his signature on it, and that it was a legitimate check for $700 that Herschel Walker sent to this woman. He just denies that the check was for an abortion. 
CNN has not independently confirmed the allegations made by this woman against Walker. Another moment in the Friday night debate between Warnock and Walker was when Walker presented what the debate moderator called a prop. This was his so-called law enforcement badge, where he got an honorary badge in support of police officers. This is how that moment went down on the debate stage Friday night. One thing I have not done, I've never pretended to be a police officer. And, and, and I've, never, I've never threatened a shootout with the police. Well, and now I have to respond to that. And you know what's so funny? I am with, with many police officers. Now, Mr. Yes. Walker, you are very well yes. aware of the rules tonight. Yes. And you have a prop. Yes. That is not allowed, sir. Yes. I ask you to put that prop away. Well, it's not a prop. It, it this is. is real. That's courtesy of News Nation, where the debate was aired. Walker was asked about that so-called law enforcement badge in his interview with NBC. If anything happened in this county, I have the right to work with the police and getting things done. Does that have arresting authority or it's an honorary badge? It is an honorary badge, but they can call me whenever they want me and I have the authority to do things for them. The National Sheriff's Association said an honorary badge, quote, is for the trophy case. Why make the decision well, to flash totally, it at the that debate? That is totally not true. And voters are voting in this critical battleground state of Georgia. In fact, Raphael Warnock participated today in the first day of in-person early voting in Georgia, and he spoke about his opponent to reporters after he voted. My opponent, Herschel Walker, is not ready. The people of Georgia deserve a serious person to represent them at serious times. On the other side of the country, in Arizona, another big battleground state, the Republican gubernatorial nominee in that race, Carrie Lake, was on CNN's State of the Union with Dana Bash over the weekend, and she pressed her if indeed she would accept the election results this year, since Lake is a committed supporter of the election lie that Donald Trump tells about the 2020 election. Will you accept the results of your election in November? I'm going to win the election and I will accept that result. If you lose, will you accept that? I'm going to win the election and I will accept that result. You'll note that Lake did not say that she would commit to accept results where she may end up on the losing side of the election. Her Democratic opponent, Katie Hobbs, was next to appear with Dana Bash and had this to offer. Look, I think anyone running for office who continues to say there was widespread fraud, they have they say they have evidence. They have yet to bring any evidence forward. You and you and I have talked about this so many times. This is absolutely disqualifying. That will be one of the most closely watched governor's races in the country. And we will learn the results in just over three weeks. As for setting your DVRs for tonight, lots of critical debates to watch. You've got the Tim Ryan versus J.D. Vance event in Ohio. This is their second debate. You have Republican incumbent Mike Lee against the independent Evick McMullen in the Utah Senate race. And in Georgia, the governor's contest there, Brian Kemp versus Stacey Abrams meet on the debate stage, part of their rematch of their 2018 contest that Kemp won. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.